So for example, when uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, even though people were panicking a bit, eventually the mature federal system and policies that have been had been set up many decades before were there to deal with the panic. In, in most situations, investors got their money back. But with crypto and AI, there, there is no clear regulation around either. As a matter of fact, it was because of the lack of regulations that attracted some investors to the crypto world to begin with. But when some of those cryptocurrencies began to fail, like or the FTX as an exchange began to fail, uh, the court couldn't even properly, and still can't in some cases, properly identify who the actual holder of the accounts and of the cryptocurrencies within the accounts uh, is. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required, hosted by LBW. This podcast is intended for free thinkers, entrepreneurs, and knowledge seekers. Join us as we discuss relevant financial topics, explore with guests their financial journeys, and engage with experts in industries such as space, media and entertainment, real estate, and many more. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required. You're with your hosts, myself, Tim Bickmore, and my colleague, Nathaniel Leach. I got Nathaniel here today because we are talking about another investment topic. What we have seen in the markets is that a lot of money in the markets have been moving from crypto-type investments to AI or artificial intelligence or Mm -hmm. seeing a shift in this wave. So we wanted to talk about that specifically today. What's been interesting is, well, it's market movement. Obviously, crypto hasn't been doing very well. Right. Some of the failures, Tierra Luna, FTX, it hurt some investors in a real way. Hmm. Um, those collapses were not small. There was fraudulent activity that was happening. It became more alarming. Money started moving away from the crypto arena. Right. You even saw some celebrities such as Tom Brady, Madonna, Gwyneth Paltrow, even David Ortiz, Hall of Famer in baseball. And Jimmy Fallon, just to name a couple that got caught up in this, I don't want to say fraudulent activity, but got caught up in the storm. And it's become very visible uh, to the general public. Yep. So as crypto has crumbled, what we have seen is some growth from the ashes, Mm -hmm. which this growth and the new growth this year are the rise of things such as ChatGPT. Google Bard. So this artificial intelligence or large language models, which we did podcast about, Mm -hmm. um, I think a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to see money flow into different companies Mm -hmm. such as NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Google, right? Trying to have this play on technology. So what we really want to talk about today is what can we learn from the crypto collapse and what, and should we be jumping into this AI investing wagon. Hmm. So Nathaniel, I have you today because I want to ask you five different topics. The first one we want to talk about is be volatility and risk when it comes to these two. Market sentiment and speculation for AI as well as crypto. Lack of regulations, which has a big role in both the crypto and AI. Hmm. Um, You saw the CEO of ChatGPT who went to Congress to talk about how the regulations should be around AI, for example. Hmm. Expertise and knowledge going into these types of investments. And the lastly, your favorite topic, what do you do with the AI trend? Can't wait to hear that one. So that's where we want to start. Okay, Nathaniel, let's talk about our first topic, volatility and risk. 
Can you tell us a little bit about volatility and risk when it comes to the crypto market, as well as as it plays into potentially this artificial intelligence uh, investment play? Sure. So uh, cryptocurrencies are typically known for their higher volatility, which means that the prices can fluctuate significantly within short periods of time. Uh, failing investments in like a crypto ETF highlight the importance of understanding and acknowledging the inherent risks associated with cryptocurrencies. So investors should be prepared for price swings and potential losses. Okay. And would you also maybe add to this specifically that it is new? It is a new play. Both crypto is, I wouldn't say it's new, but it's new-ish. And obviously this LLM model or AI is very, very new in the last six months. Does that also uh, play in the role of the volatility and the risk? Yes, uh, substantially, because it's it's new. I mean, it's new. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like when it came to like investing in CBD plays. There's a lot that was unknown and untested with regards to legal regulatory obstacles, and you had to be careful about where you step because you just didn't know what you're going to be stepping in. The similar concept also applies, the principle also applies to investing in crypto or AI for that matter. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So moving on to topic two, mm -hmm. we want to talk a little bit about market sentiment and speculation. What are your feelings when it comes behind um, market sentiment and speculation for crypto and AI? So when you're looking at crypto, somewhat similar to AI, perhaps, when you unlike companies like BMW or Coca-Cola, it's really hard to put an accurate value on a crypto investment. Therefore, the crypto market can be heavily influenced by market sentiment and speculative behavior. Failing investments in a crypto ETF might indicate that the market sentiment has turned negative, possibly due to regulatory actions, negative news, or simply a shift in investor sent sentiment. The, the market reacts violently to any news, bad or good, because that's all that most investors can measure the crypto with. When you're looking at those companies like BMW or Coca-Cola, though, those are companies that have a product or a service that they, they're creating sales, they're creating value. Whereas with crypto, it's it was meant to be a currency. It has since shifted into a uh, an asset. So, but but an asset in what? Yeah. And I think that when you say asset too, you're kind of more maybe specifically hitting on Bitcoin as an asset, where crypto has also become a larger. That's an excellent point. Yes, understanding um, of different types. So so. You're correct. Yes, the the crypto is uh, it, it it is about multiple different types of cryptocurrencies. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, those are the, the actual currencies. But but what my statement didn't my statement didn't extend to other aspects surrounding the cryptocurrency industry. It can uh, I'm referencing crypto adjacent or really blockchain adjacent industries that has value. The blockchain has value. It's the matter of uh, the application of that value that is still going through some untested waters, but definitely has potential value. Finding the use cases. Correct. Got it. Uh, also, just to make a small note on the market sentiment and speculation, I think Nathaniel talked about it very well. Two books that people should read about this specifically. Irrational mm -hmm. Exuberance by Robert Schiller. 
Follow that up with Narrative Economics by Robert Schiller. Two wonderful books about market sentiment and speculation um, to really kind of understand, as Nathaniel says, market is full of people, full of people can make different decisions. Those different decisions doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean they are good or bad, but they mm -hmm. can move markets. So real, two really good books. All right, let's go to topic three. I think these are both can be applied, but we can talk about crypto first, maybe mix in a little bit of AI here, but lack of regulations. Mm -hmm. How does the lack of regulations within crypto kind of affect its price and what has been going on? So, for example, when uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, even though people were panicking a bit, eventually the mature federal system and policies that have been had been set up many decades before were there to deal with the panic. In, in most situations, investors got their money back. But with crypto and AI, there, there is no clear regulation around either. As a matter of fact, it was because of the lack of regulations that attracted some investors to the crypto world to begin with. But when some of those cryptocurrencies began to fail, like or the FTX as an exchange began to fail, uh, the court couldn't even properly, and still can't in some cases, properly identify who the actual holder of the accounts and of the cryptocurrencies within the accounts uh, is. So there is a potential that a lot of people will end up losing millions of dollars without any re regulatory fallback. When it comes to AI, uh, regulation, I mean, AI can be a, I, I just don't know enough to say a lot about it, but I, I can say this, that the the people who, who have already expressed their concerns uh, about AI are very, very smart people. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, these are smart individuals who understand far better than we do the downsides, the potential downsides of AI. So we think that it is important that uh, we not only tread carefully as investors in that space, but also to tread carefully as users or consumers of AI. And to add on top of that, specifically with artificial intelligence or really machine learning, I guess would be a probably more appropriate still uh, connotation. But what it could be do, politically speaking, there's been a lot of conversations about just because you can get a lot of good out of those technologies, there's just much as bad that can come with it. Mm -hmm. And then how do you regulate that without trying to detriment, you know, certain ideals of this country and other things? Um, it, it is a very real thing that which then means for Nathaniel on the investment thesis, even if companies start to engage in this type of um, technology doesn't mean that the federal government then can't come in and say, eh, no, 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 we're not going to be doing that anymore. And then what is that going to do to revenue streams mm -hmm. and different stuff? That's why I like lack of regulation or trying to figure out what the regulation will be is a potential risk um, going forward. Yep. All right, Daniel, let's jump into our fourth topic here. Mm -hmm. Expertise and knowledge. I want to know a little bit more on the crypto mm -hmm. side about understanding, needing to understand the market. You just mentioned it mm -hmm. just a minute ago, but also um, I think that could be very applicable to the artificial intelligence realm as well. What are your thoughts on having expertise and knowledge when looking to invest in these type of trends? So we always like to say that whatever you invest in, it's, it, you should always have a good understanding of 
what you're investing in. So when it comes to cryptocurrency or AI, understanding the technology involved um, for cryptocurrencies, understanding the different types of cryptocurrencies, which ones you're choosing to invest in and why, and then understanding the broader market dynamics. You uh, it, you need to have an, 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 uh, an extensive amount of expertise and knowledge. And if you... Um, invest with managers who don't have that, then your your investment is at risk. If you invest in something directly, you don't know enough about it, you, you could experience losses. It's important to invest with experienced professionals or for you yourself to have adequate, if not great knowledge about anything you invest in, be it crypto or AI. You know, Nathaniel, I love having you on the podcast because you are like a broken record and it is needed. I think to sum that one up, <laughs> expertise and knowledge is circle competence, which we talk about all the time. Yeah. Try not to get out of your circle. Try to always hit your bullseye because that's how you can potentially de-risk these investments. I will say from experience, especially on the technology side, it's amazing to get into the middle of it and to start to understand it because you start understanding the limitations mm -hmm. and then you can start understanding the better of the use case. And then you can start understanding how that use case could be applied to business, but without knowing how to code, not knowing how to, it works. Like for a good example for crypto, I can't remember who I was speaking with um, or I was listening to a podcast either, or, and they were talking about crypto and how, how do you determine which cryptocurrency is better than another when it comes to contracts? You would literally have to understand the code mm -hmm. and to know what is better and which one's worse. Right. And not a lot of people truly know how to understand the actual code. Another really good example to take that all the way back to the early, what, late 1800s, early 1900s with electrification of the United States. Mm. Only the engineers actually knew how electricity worked, <laughs> like with AC current, DC current, like, yeah. and like what it actually meant. So how are you supposed to invest in something where people literally thought that electricity was magic, right? Like to put that into context, mm. very similar with technology. You really need to either know somebody or have some of that experience to feel comfortable mm -hmm. making those kind of judgment calls. I just wanted to add on to where you call me a broken record. I just want to hit on that because sure. it's the absolute truth and there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. The, the greatest investors, the greatest capital allocators throughout history have been people. We spoke about this last week on our, on our podcast last week about focus. Yep. The, the greats in, in investing sports, anything that, that, that a person has been great in it is focus it is sounding like a broken record. Those are the people that succeed. I like it. I like it. Okay. Last topic for the day. I know this one's going to excite you the most because you love talking about trends. <laughs> this one's going to only be AI focused. So as we spoke about earlier, Thani, crypto seems to be wavering. Money seems to be shifting to this new trend, AI. What do you do? with a trend in AI, how would you even approach it? How would you even start thinking about it if you wanted to invest in it, if it's something that you knew or you believed in? So if you're an expert in AI, if you're like an AI data scientist, you understand like uh, Tim's example of getting into tech and, and you have to, or understanding the actual code of the, of the particular cryptocurrencies contract. If you understand AI to that 
depth to that, those, to those minute details, you completely understand the risks inherent in the investments that you want to make, then go ahead and do as you please. Understand the risk that you're taking relative to your personal net worth, how it affects your standard of living, your, your, your expenses, your cash flows, et cetera. Do as you please. But for, for regular investors, take a safer approach. Invest with small bets spread across multiple entities. Treat it as your quote, and Ying's going to bleep me out, but that's okay. But I'm doing this on purpose. Treat it as your you money. That's how you invest in those kinds of, of what could be termed speculative investments. Or asymmetric. Asymmetric investments, true. Uh, or, and also invest with big companies that have already proven themselves in the market and that may happen to have exposure to AI tech. If they happen to have an asymmetric bet, and maybe it's a small amount of their revenue today, but it has the potential, you think it has the potential to become much bigger, then that's a different story. Invest with those kinds of companies where there is a there's relative safety in the event that if the AI bet fails, then your in investment is not 100% completely at risk because the remaining portion of the, the company's revenues has longevity. I like I like those two um, those two last comments, and I really like the the uh, the one that comes with invest big companies. I think that can be applied in a lot of different realms mm -hmm. as well. Um, you've seen, I mean, you pick on Amazon and Google. I believe what Amazon did a phone. Yeah, the Fire Fiber. Phone. Yeah, the Fire Phone. Google tried to do internet for a minute, and that, that Google Fiber. Yeah, are you? That's still ongoing. Still surprisingly, ongoing. Okay. yeah, they're picking their spots now. But they they definitely did uh, put themselves out there out there as the the competitor that was going to shake things up, and they didn't shake things up. Yeah. And then Facebook with going into the metaverse, right? Yep. They've kind of shifted a little. Now that's a little bit of a bigger play, relatively speaking. Right. But overall, you can see different companies that are getting exposure. And I would say too, with AI, what might be interesting is there might be other places that people get exposure to AI that may be more operational, that might be more on the back end and make operations more effective, more efficient. It may not be front facing. Mm -hmm. um, there is different realms in which it can probably get benefited from. But so I really like number two, that's it, an interest. Very similar to what we said about the crypto industry is crypto adjacent, same thing, AI adjacent. Yeah, that's really good. Um, overall, Thanny, I'll give you my final, I'm gonna let you have your final thoughts. Uh, I just appreciate your you being a broken record. I'm gonna, I'm gonna harp on that. Uh, we talk sometimes on this podcast, we talk about the same things, but what I love about it is we just attacked two different topics <clears throat> and applied the same framework over and over and over again, Yep. but with a little bit of nuance here and there, mm -hmm. um, which is really important. That consistency and understanding is always good. We always want to make sure that expectations are set appropriately, right? Not everybody can understand AI. It is not the easiest thing. Not everyone can understand crypto. I don't know who's read the... Um, uh, Satoshi, right? Not Satoshi. Uh, I don't even, I don't know how to pronounce the name. The, the founder of Bitcoin. Yep. Founder of Bitcoin. I he wrote a white paper, very mathematics heavy, crypto heavy, like crypto, uh, in the sense of crypto technology, mm -hmm. um, cryptography, like I don't, I'm not going to read that paper. Right. But there's going to be people who do read that paper, who do know, and that it is to ask them questions. What does this mean? How is this applicable? And then get multiple opinions, things that in that nature, um, but again, just being consistent over time with the same frameworks and trying to 
put it through your filters, let it filter through until you find that golden nugget. That's all I got. What do you got, man? Uh, no, I think that we hit on a lot today. Um, it, I think I, I really like what you said about that. It's the framework. We, we, we have a very consistent framework and it's, and we just apply it to different, different things. And it's all about the consistency of that framework, learning, adapting, um, uh, refining it as time goes on perhaps, but, but the framework basically stays the same. Uh, and then your, your circle of competence will greatly expand over time as you learn new things, new, new knowledge, and you just let it compound. Yep. And I guess lastly, we should say, since we're talking about trends, just to make the thing feel a little bit better, it's okay not to invest in trends. Yes. It's very okay. I don't invest in a lot of them. I stick to my, like Warren Buffett says, I like to stick to my knitting. There you go. There you go. I think that's a great way to end this one. Thank everybody for listening to us talk about crypto and AI. We will talk to you next time. Like and subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to start your journey of thinking differently and listening to LBW talk about stuff they love. Until next time. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual on any specific security, on any specific broker-dealer or custodian. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments, broker-dealer or custodian may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own and do not reflect the opinion of Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC. Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.